You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. This is Hungover, a new miniseries where we follow some of our favorite theater artists on their way back to the stage. We're going to be checking in with these artists before rehearsal, during rehearsal, seeing the process, and then afterwards during performances. So you'll get a unique perspective on their journeys to getting back to normal. So grab your hair of the dog, because this is Hungover. Cheers. Cheers! Oh, listen to that clink! <laughs> We've never had a real glass clink before. I know, it's, so been, a, it's been a while. Uh-huh. Uh, welcome to this week's episode of Hungover, uh, the Equity One miniseries where we... Um, I'm, I'm distracted because we have wine. Yeah, and I was doing the local... <laughs> okay. so. um, hold on. The Equity One... We haven't, we haven't recorded in a while. The Equity One miniseries where we chat with some of your favorite theater artists uh, on their way back to the stage. Correct. I'm Elliot. And I'm Caleb. Welcome. And uh, we have with us here today, Brittany Coleman. Hi. Hello, hello. How are you? I'm great. Welcome. This is our first episode. Now, this is a treat because you're actually our first episode with our new wine partner, Intermission Cellars. We are having um, the octave. We're having octave today. Yes. And um, here is Kristen Pirro and David Gordon to tell you a little bit about the wine. Let's talk about octave. Why octave? In music, an octave is a musical interval embracing eight diatonic degrees. This wine has eight grape varietals that create a blend that is sure to serenade your palate. Each note or varietal builds upon the next to create a lush orchestral sound. Octave is fruit-forward, full-bodied, and velvety. Each varietal was separately aged in French and American oak barrels for three years, blended by taste, then returned to neutral barrels for a total of five years. This wine is sure to impress any level of connoisseur. We encourage you to taste the passion, excitement, and balance. Embrace it like a good piece of music and sip those harmonies. David dedicates this performance to the music teachers. This blend is 25% Cabernet Sauvignon, 20% Zinfandel, 19% Merlot, 10% Malbec, 10% Syrah, 7% Cab Franc, 5% Sangiovese, and 4% Petit Verdot. A true Bordeaux blend. To order Octave or any of the Intermission Cellars wines, you can find us at www.intermissioncellars.com. Cellars with a C. And you can find us on Instagram at Intermission Cellars. What are we thinking? Let's take a sip. Uh huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. ASMR. Oh. Ooh. That's mm. good. It's really um. 
Do I say spice? Is there a spice to it? I mean, that mean. I got I got immediate like like that kind of like um, immediate reaction with my kind of gross but saliva. Just like it's very. (laughs) I got like a sour kind of fruity moment. Okay. Yeah, I got a little bit of spice in there because this is the blend, right? Yeah, yeah. The blend, yeah. Okay, so there's it's a lot mix. happening. That's yeah, the world. smooth with a bite though. Yeah. Oh yeah. I, yeah. Uh-huh. I, oh, this is good. It's I want this like we're getting into fall, but as fall goes on, like I want this like when yeah. like the leaves are falling mm-hmm. and like oh yeah, I have a sweater on and jeans and some boots. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Kind of. mm-hmm. I'm trash, so I usually have <laughs> my red cold. With uh, you, just, do you pull it from the fridge? Or do you put ice cubes? No, in I it? put ice in it. Ooh. Okay. it's bad. Ooh wee. Um, but this, it, I w- don't need to do that with. I will. I'll just drink this at its proper temperature. Mm-hmm. It's, it's working lovely. for me. It's very light. Yeah, it I is. Like it. Yeah, I'm gonna have the whole bottle. Thank you so much. <laughs> <Yes>. Cheers. <laughs> <laughs> See you on the other side. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Goodbye. Um, so Brittany is about to start rehearsals uh, for the company revival, mm-hmm. and. Um, I had tickets to see it, like, uh-huh. right as things were shutting down, because um, our schedule had just changed to where we could see things, so I was very sad to throw those tickets away. threw them away in the trash. Well, because I don't, you know, I don't know how, how many people had tickets for things, but yeah. it Did was you just, just, like, got a refund, yeah. like, mm. pretty immediately. Um, but it was just kind of sad, like, I had my little, like, ticket envelopes in my backpack, this is like March seventeenth on yeah. it, like, and I just never threw them. I finally threw them away because I was like, "Okay, enough yeah, of that time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That time has to go. Let it go." Um, <laughs> but before we get into talking about that, uh, we first like to start our episodes by asking our guests what first got them interested in the arts when they were young. Oh wow! Oh gosh! Um, well, this is a fun story that I like to tell. So I was really shy and introverted as a little kid. Like I had no idea what I wanted to do or anything. So. Um, I had a wonderful, very ambitious music teacher when I was in elementary school. Uh, He came in when I was in third grade, and he said, instead of a spring or fall concert, we're going to do 45-minute versions of musicals. So I need every student to come up and audition. We'll audition you in groups, and I'll pull the leads out, and then everybody else will be in the chorus in the background. And um, he cast me as Mary in the Secret Garden when I was in third grade. I had no idea I could sing before that or that I even enjoyed it. Really? Yeah, I was so shy. I don't know. My parents wanted me to be in choir. I guess they had an inkling, maybe. But I said, absolutely not. You want me to do what? Mm-mm. No, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and it took this teacher really pulling me from out of the chorus to come and sing, you know, I need a place where I can go. Like, I listened to the, the cast recording, and I think um, I developed some sort of British accent when I was little, oh, too. It was just so, uh-huh. so hilarious and totally. strange. And then the rest is history. We kept doing the musicals in elementary school and West Side Story, um, a little Gilbert and Sullivan, whatnot. That's yeah. so cool that, like, that um, this teacher, and, like, so many teachers do, but, like, just adapt to what they see yes. or what they feel students need and are able to like go against curriculum or you know the norm of how to do things mm-hmm. to go get so creative mm-hmm. um, and it's funny that you tell that story because um, all these wines are like dedicated to people and octave oh. is dedicated to um, music teachers <gasps> Whoa, look at that! Perfect. Like say, we look at that. that. Yeah, oh, that's beautiful. Um, oh, but that's that's amazing. That, yeah, that like that was catered, um, like that. Mm-hmm. 
after that first performance, you're like, oh, I want to keep doing this? Or did he have to keep pushing you along? Or was it just like snapped? I think I got bit by the bug. Yeah, uh (laughs) (laughs) I definitely got bit by the bug after that. Uh I auditioned for everything after that. And um, yeah, we had a nice full circle moment when I was doing Tootsie. I got to get him tickets to come see me when I was Uh on. Oh, fun. It was really special. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah. Where did you grow up? Ann Arbor, Michigan. Okay. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. The top of the hand, right? Um, where, where is that? So, <laughs> so one of my pandemic activities was getting a tattoo. It's a very <gasps> Michigan tattoo. We like to, like, you know, Why get not? something where uh-huh. your hometown is. So uh, I know it's a podcast. But on my left hand, you can see that there are two stars. I like to call these the Neverland stars. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And you yeah. know the whole, like, the yeah, second yeah, yeah. star to yeah. the right is on Ann Arbor right there. Uh-huh, yeah. Yeah. I love that. Yeah, so that's where it is. And, like, this is where Detroit is, on the edge, Lansing in the center. In the middle. Ohio's down here. Yeah, I know. I'm from Ohio, so like, I know. Like, I, 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 yes. We won't get into that. It's like, fine. It's I didn't go to Ohio State, so it doesn't matter. Oh, okay, yeah. but yeah. we're fine. We're fine. We're fine. <laughs> um, but there's this great deli in Ann Arbor, Zimmerman's. Zingerman's. Zingerman's. Okay, yeah, yes, yeah. Yes, yes. I visited uh-huh. a couple times. I'm like, this deli is like amazing. Oh, yeah. You just get plain sandwiches for $25. It's so expensive, but yeah. delicious. Very yummy. It's like, so good. Yeah. yeah, whenever we have famous people or like fancy people come into town, that's where they go. Like Obama will be in town and uh-huh. you see him at Zingerman's or, you know, any other. Very casual. casual. Very <laughs> casual. Anyway. <laughs> What's the, what are they like known for? Like, is it a specific sandwich or is it just like the deli? Like, I, I think it's the deli overall. Yeah. They definitely yeah. have like their hits of sandwiches yeah. like the corned beef Reuben is a big one. Uh-huh. Um, I always get the Charlie M tuna. That's the number 14 <gasps> oh. with the tomato bisque. Oh, it's so good. I love, we I love, love a bisque. <laughs> <laughs> I love restaurants with numbers. Yes. Oh, I think that's so, Mm -hmm. that's such like a a mood. Mm -hmm. Like, I'll have the seven. Yeah. (laughs) And it's like, do you, or are you a number ordering person or are you a name ordering person? I'm really more of a name ordering person. Mm. I'm like, I order the same thing and everywhere I go, unless it's like a new restaurant. So like, I'm just like, I'm by the name, even if it was a number. Yeah. What do you order? I mean, like, (laughs) this is so awful. (laughs) If it's the same thing, Taco Bell is my like worst oh. food, fast food. But do you want to? I wanna, can't say no. Do you want to tell the people um, your dirty secret, yes. your dark secret about uh, when you order Taco Bell when and I order how ta- you ruin my ruin my entire reputation? So like, I can't let people know that I'm ordering Taco Bell. Now they have this new thing where you put your name up on the board. If you haven't gone, they do that. Oh, Sorry, I, I say Elliot M is my name. <laughs> So people don't know that it's me ordering. Like, how many LEMs do you know? Like, I only know one. Absolutely dragging me. (laughs) Savage. Reading me. No, so I started putting Caleb's names. Yeah. So we're going to deal, yeah. Um, So, yeah. (laughs) Um, And did you, you went to school in Michigan too, right? I went to the University of Michigan. Yes, there it is. The Michigan difference, go blue. Go blue. Yep, yep. Yep. Now, what was it like to go... Because I feel like mm-hmm. so many of us go far. Caleb and I both went really far away yeah. from school. Mm, what was yeah, it like yeah. to go to school literally where you grew up? Truly in my backyard. Um, my parents' house is maybe five minutes away from campus. Nice. So, wow. Yeah. I mean, I grew up like as, you know, a punky little teenager considering our central campus is the downtown area. Uh-huh. So I knew like where all the bubble tea places were. Yeah, sure. Uh, of course. You know, yeah. get your late night pizza and kebabs, mm-hmm. all that uh-huh. fun stuff. 
Um, and then when I went to college, it was just a completely different take on the city. I saw nice. it from a completely different light, and I really enjoyed it. it was Did you live on campus? I lived on campus. Yes. Absolutely. You're like, I'm paying state school money. Like, I'm giving Actually, the full yeah. experience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That in-state tuition is like yeah. a fraction of out-of-state. Yeah. So yeah. I told my parents, I was like, this is so fun. Aren't you so glad I'm staying in town? Goodbye. Yeah. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> I'll see you on the weekends. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do laundry. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> And, and get leftovers. That was a big thing, too. Mm-hmm. Or yes. if I needed the car. Oh, uh-huh. Thanks, Mom and Dad. Yeah. Love you. Definitely, like, the perks. <laughs> yeah. The, it's like, once you reach a certain age, like, the perks of being home and, like, you have to, like, weigh whether it's worth the mm-hmm. time. Mm-hmm. Spent. O- outside of your normal independent life. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. Balance. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. And so then if you're, you know, you're... Growing up in Ann Arbor, you go to school in Ann Arbor. Mm-hmm. Then when you move, I mean, what was that experience like having like been in really one place and then yeah. hitting a completely new environment? Jarring. Yeah. Oh, yeah. man. I'm so glad. I, I visited a couple times um, when I was in school. We, we came out to the city to go support other Umish folks in the mafia, that kind of thing. We call <laughs> it the Michigan Mafia. <laughs> sure. But, yeah. Um, so I kind of knew what to expect in terms of the tempo of the city mm-hmm. it just moves at such a fast pace compared to, to ann arbor where everybody is you know midwestern and yeah. friendly mm-hmm. and everybody drives and you know they're helpful <laughs> <laughs> whereas new york like if you blink like you'll get run over by someone yeah. or, or a car or a bus or something like that yeah. um so i kind of knew what to expect but i definitely had to adjust i definitely moved to queens first which i'm sure okay. glad i did yeah <laughs> Queens I, has much more of like a family vibe yeah, than, yeah. than Manhattan. It feels college towny sometimes. Like yeah. when you're walking down, you're like, you see all the houses, and you're yeah. like, okay. Yeah, I wanted my my view of the sky. Like I, I was really intimidated by all the really tall buildings. Is that a weird thing to say? I don't know. No. Maybe. No. But it was nice to just see, you know, like two story condos yes. and yes. blue skies and trees and that kind of thing. So uh-huh. I needed a little bit of an adjustment that way. Yeah, but, I, I feel yeah. the same way. I lived in Astoria when I first moved here. Yeah. And it was a good kind of like buffer bottleneck into Mm -hmm. the life Mm -hmm. um it's quiet yeah i've never lived in astoria i have for like a week when i was like living with you oh yeah on a (laughs) on a blow-up mattress but manhattan gal all the way for me Mm -hmm. i hear that it's just me yep i'm in manhattan now too (laughs) oh yeah i mean hello please yeah (laughs) i love that end train but mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah we are gotta get home yeah (laughs) yeah We're very pro Manhattan on this podcast. We Great. will shame people who live in Brooklyn. <laughs> uh, just this is how we roll. Yeah, yeah. I'm not yeah, going. To, I'm not thing. going to Brooklyn for happy hour. Let's just say no. that. that. Okay, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I, everybody's like Brooklyn's so trendy, and I'm like, but it's so inconvenient. Yeah, so I inconvenient just, for our business. It's just it, I can't do it. I, can't I always it. have a good time when I'm out there. It's just like getting myself out there. Yeah. Yeah. And getting back, though, like yeah. if, you're, if you're meeting people for drinks and then it's like you either are taking a crazy expensive car home yes. or you're like, like kind of drunk coming off and like riding the train and it's like a train you've never seen before. Mm-hmm. It's like mm-hmm. not not my vibe. Mm-hmm. No, mm-hmm. not my vibe. Oh, man. So what was your like um, early pandemic Manhattan life like? Did you stay in the city? Like, bring us back to March. Oh, yeah. So, let's see. We were in previews for company. And uh, I was in a fitting when we got the call to say, don't come to the theater tonight Mm -hmm. because there's no show. There won't be a show for another two weeks. So, just hang out for two weeks. And I went, okay, sure. So, I went home. And um, and then, of course, the calls kept 
coming saying, yeah. you know, oh, four more months. Oh, uh, next year. Uh, sometime yeah. in the spring. Maybe the summer. I don't know. Um, but I got really, really lucky because March was right before, let's see, all of the spring holidays. Mm-hmm. Oh, the sounds of the city. I oh, no, know. yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Welcome. Speaking of, yeah. I mean, I guess let's set the scene. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, Boy. yeah. Actually, yeah. I was up in the Heights. And um, that's what it sounded like. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I was just in my apartment, and I got really lucky because one of my other castmates, um, Catherine, hey girl, uh, she worked for a company called Sing for Hope, which is a arts education and empowerment not-for-profit put together by a lot of Juilliard folks. And they get arts out into um, nursing homes and hospitals around the, the tri-state area. Mm-hmm. And uh, if you've seen those... Um, Broadway decorated pianos around town. That's oh, yeah. also them. Yeah. Uh, and so they were doing uh, what are called Sing for Hope grams. So, you know, they would send me someone who loved either Sondheim or um, a Carol King fan or something like that and say, hey, we've got a, a fan of Beautiful and it's their mother's birthday. Will you sing a song for them and wish them a happy oh, birthday? Cool. And, and that was great. So I did that for many months and that turned into um, Zoom concerts for nursing homes, which was Wonderful. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> Hilarious yeah. and wonderful. They just let me do whatever I want for an hour and uh, got so to it, chat with them and everything. It was like y- you. It was just an me. hour. And then mm-hmm. th- were you seeing like all squares yes. of different <laughs> yes. Yep. 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 And they were all, dis- they were all distanced and um, uh, a lot of folks in wheelchairs. Uh-huh. It was just like, it was so lovely to see their heads bopping around. And I had my own tracks and everything that I would play over Zoom. So I got very tech savvy, yeah. which is a great skill set to <laughs> add to my list. <laughs> yeah. As we all did, we had to uh-huh. become our own engineers, producers, designers. Lighting designers, yeah. Yeah. So that was, that was really special. That's really kind of what I've been up to as far as like being an ambassador for Sing for Hope. So That's really cool. And yeah. I mean, like what a time for, and those are the people who need who needed something the most. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Being they were so, so isolated, isolated yes. the most vulnerable, like that must have been such a joy a light yeah. for them too. Mm-hmm. And you you've been also able to like, you know, there's been some some work far yes. few and far between during this time, but you've been yeah. pretty lucky to have be yeah. able to I've been really lucky. I worked two full equity contracts mm-hmm. this year. That's and incredible. one non-equity contract on top of that. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it was a concert. Okay. It was a non-equity one. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> our podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, it wasn't but non-equity. Sh- it was non-jurisdictional. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. It, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Just very casual. Just, it was a concert. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, I yeah, mean, it wasn't it was any choreography, right? Yeah. Wink. Certainly not. <laughs> no, it was, it was in a tent. It was mic in hand. Yeah. All other equity actors who were part of this concert six nights a week oh. for a month. Um, yeah. <laughs> so I got to work one of those and two full equity productions. Yeah. <laughs> two approved. <laughs> <laughs> equity approved productions. Uh, and they were both Camelot. So that was really fun. The first one I did was in Florida. Oh, we know the yes. Oslo. The Oslo Repertory. Yes. 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 Yeah. Okay. I did West Side Story and uh, Elliot did Guys and Dolls the season after me. Oh, yeah. Okay, so then I did Music Man right after that, more or less. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the first time I worked in Oslo. Yeah. Yeah. Here we go. Just fans of the Oslo. Oh, my God. Um, Oh, absolutely. This theater has such great housing. It's really nice. It's just so lovely. 
guest guest star. Hold pause. the folks who deliver for Amazon, FedEx, UPS, like they know which apartments are usually around exactly. and will buzz like, you in. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, You've done this before. Yeah, you're going to get a rude awakening in the spring. <laughs> and then you're like, not mm-hmm. here. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Oh, that's funny. Okay, we're talking okay. about the Oslo. They have great housing. Yes. We yeah. love we'll, the we'll Oslo. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, we love drama. Um, <laughs> yeah, love. And three months, like... In Florida, in the Florida. middle of winter, because we That's had winter we the contract. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Music Man was a winter contract. <sighs> glorious. Just glorious. Yes. So that took place in March, April of this year, pre-vaccine. None of us were vaccinated wow. for that. Wow. So that was when Equity was still doing the, you have to be six feet apart Very when you're strict. speaking. We were yep. outside. They built this beautiful outdoor stage um, in that little roundabout in front. Yeah. Yeah. And so they put the, um, the seats in that little roundabout area, which was pretty cool. Um, but we were outside. We had to be six feet apart when speaking and 12 feet apart when singing. And it was very, very strict. <laughs> like reaching. Like... Camelot, too, yeah. where I'm yeah. used to like making out with folks yeah, during so the show. Yeah. yeah, Very strange. But we made it work, actually. We made that text work. And um, I was really proud of that production. And that was my first show back. So I think there were seven of us in that cast. And uh, we all became really close because... Yeah. That was the first time all of us had worked, and and just um, being potted together too Mm -hmm. was uh, a really important thing. And especially in Florida, exactly, exactly. We were like, okay, I guess we're traveling in packs. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah, and you know, I think we're all kind of figuring out what this life looks like as we're like, you know, starting to do gigs where like you're being regularly tested, but you're still vaccinated. Like your life kind of changes because you're like, okay, well, I can't maybe go out and you know, do the things I might normally do or see extra people that I might normally see because I have to have a livelihood. Like I have to be able to go to work. Yeah. You're like, I need to get paid and I'm making money right now and I can't jeopardize that because Mm -hmm. I was unemployed for over a year. And I'm sure that Mm -hmm. was times a hundred when the vaccine wasn't even a factor. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we didn't even hang out in each other's apartments to an extent. Sure. We were, yeah, we were being tested three times a week by an external company. We weren't doing our own little, you know, whatever those little lollipop tests Uh are. You know what I'm talking about? (laughs) Yes. Yes. Yeah. So the stakes were really high. We we all really wanted our, um, our health insurance. Yes. Yes. That's real. Um, yeah. So that was, that was really special and, and no one got sick and I feel very lucky that we were able to do that. Yeah. Totally. Hooey. And then, yeah, cut to this other production that I just finished of Camelot where I was making out with two people every night. <laughs> You're like, bring it on. Only like... being tested once a week. We were all vaccinated. We were also all outside in a field in the Hamptons. Not bad. Oh, not bad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, wow. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> I'm think about sold. it. Mm, like, not bad. Worse. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and that was that was special too because for that production, a lot of people hadn't worked, um, you know, in a year and a half. Yeah, we're going on two years now, so it was really special to to see other people experience that yeah. as well for the first totally. time. And yeah, yeah, yeah. So I've been really, I'm really lucky, definitely. Well, and count my blessings. What is it? Because you've also kind of had a roller coaster with getting back to. Because with with all the developments that we've made with vaccine and safety, mm-hmm. you know, m- many shows kind of were like, we're coming back at this time. And it's like, just kidding, like a few months earlier. Yeah. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. I mean, what has that been like? You kind of were like, okay, now I'm getting back to work sooner than I even thought. So yep. how are you feeling about like getting back in the room 
revisiting something you worked on two years ago. Yeah. Yeah. So we were in previews when we stopped in March and, um, things were so hectic, you know, previews are, you're at the show all day, every day, um, things changing left and right. And this is not an easy show to mount. I mean, there's so many moving parts and I cover Bobby, Jenny and Sarah, uh, and Bobby was my first priority and mm-hmm. just trying to figure all of that out. Oh, I'm also on stage every night too. Yeah. Right. So that's a whole other part of like yes. trying to do my own track versus. Yes. Uh, no, that's yeah, you're like watching. Before... Like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it was just wild. So all of us were just so, um, overwhelmed to yeah. be honest. Uh, <laughs> and I think all of us are a little anxious coming back into this process, knowing how overwhelming it was beforehand. Like my anxiety is through the roof yeah. right now. Um, but everyone's really excited. We had a meeting over Zoom last night with our um, associate choreographer, and she's going to hold um, movement workshops with us over Zoom in these next yeah, couple yeah. weeks oh, before okay. we start rehearsals. They'll yeah. end in like a meditation so we can get in the right headspace, sure. start building our stamina up. Woo-wee. So yeah. <laughs> I'm just really glad that this team is kind of taking that into account as mm-hmm. far as like mental health. Yeah. Going yeah. It's so this. important. Like it's, yeah. it's one thing to to do the show, but to be able to show up to work every day, mm-hmm. six days a week at the level that we were at before, after yeah. being at rest for two years is just wild. So we're taking it in baby steps. Yeah. I'm so grateful. Yeah. That's, it sounds like a, multiple places are doing that. Cause yeah. we, when we spoke to Pierre, he said they kind of started rehearsals differently with just kind of, you know, talking about the year and a half that we've had and where everyone is yeah. and all of that. So mm-hmm. it's interesting to see how everyone is approaching Addressing it. Addressing that, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I think it's, an, it's uh, important for everyone to just acknowledge what happened and not just yes. jump right back into it because mm-hmm. that's not going to help anything for the future. Yeah, and yeah. I don't think anybody wants to jump into what it was before. Exactly, I think we've yeah. all been changed a little bit. Yes. Over- this this moment in time and i think we want to come back to an industry that's a little more caring in this direction you know take a deep breath one step at a time you know like why are we here in the first place Mm -hmm. like let's just touch back with with the the roots of why we are doing what we're doing for a living it's kind of amazing i mean it really is and it's like such an exciting time right now yeah Um, to be yeah alive i mean yeah and so you're you're gearing up for rehearsals Mm -hmm. what are you most looking forward to about getting back in that room uh i think the people i think yeah just just seeing this group of people in particular because that was the first thing that i missed Mm -hmm. in march of 2020 um was was sharing space with this group of people every day and, and problem solving and being open with each other. And, uh, I didn't realize how much of a, a family they'd all become. Like we were really, you know, leaning on each other to, to keep going and <laughs> to, to give it our best when we were all so wildly exhausted. Yeah. Um, it, it was such a special group and I'm really, really looking forward to just, uh, being in that room, laughing, <laughs> pranking each other, uh, just, <laughs> just all the things, hearing those glorious voices. <sighs> oh, yeah. And how special, too, that, like, you know, looking back, March 2020, you all had been working together for a month, a month and a half, yeah. two months, something like that two on months. the show. Like, mm-hmm. And now, and that's the connection you built there. Mm-hmm. And now it's 
so much more time knowing each other. Yes. And so, like, not only is it going to enhance the experience, but I'm sure it's going to enhance the product. The chemistry. Yeah. Uh-huh, yeah. You Completely. have actual real-life chemistry now. Yes. Yeah. With those people. And so that's yes. going to be so exciting to watch. I can't wait to see it. Yeah. yeah. I'm excited to see it, too. Like, yeah. Ooh. I mean, it's such a special show for New York in general. It is a true it's a New York show. love yeah. letter to New York yes. City. And um, uh, we were talking on our Zoom last night about just being alive in general and mm-hmm. what that's going to mean to not only us on stage, but to everyone who's in the house just being a part of it and sharing that energy. Yeah. Whoo. Yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. I hadn't even thought right? of that. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. No, neither had I until someone else brought it up and I went, oh, oh my gosh, that's really the crux of our show. I mean, there are so many different elements, but yeah, I'm really, really excited to be able to come back and tell this story in particular. Yeah. yeah I love Every, I, we're, I'm so, like, New, I think we all are, like, just so in love with New York right now. I, yeah, I feel it, like, yes. like <laughs> everything is, like, New York. Like, we're watching, we're re-watching Modern Love. We hadn't seen <gasps> it. So good. And so we just finished the first season. And mm-hmm. every single episode, I was, like, I love New York. Yeah. I just mm-hmm. love New York. Like, yeah. it's just, like, that energy, like, any city, I, anything I see with New York in it, I'm just, like, ugh, New York is amazing. It's the best. <laughs> I felt that way with High Maintenance. It's great, and it's New York based. It's really fun. It's very Brooklyn. I know we talked about that. I forget. Oh, I'm so terrible. I forgot her name. Comedian, and she did a whole New York series on Netflix, and it was like a New York series. Funny. She's like Jewish woman who just like is kind of grumpy. Oh, oh, oh. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, 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 Fran. Fran. Oh, right. yeah, yes. Um, Liebe- not Liebowitz. Liebowitz. Fran Liebowitz? No, that's the photographer, isn't it? No, that's Annie. <laughs> oh, no. That's Annie Liebowitz. Yeah, it's so I, I wouldn't yeah. say Liebowitz, so then it's Fran Liebowitz. Yeah. Have you watched her? Amazing. Like, it's the best. It's mm-hmm. very New York, and mm-hmm. you're like, love this. Mm-hmm. Is it Fran? I'm going to look it up right now. Look it up, please. Liebowitz. I feel like there's been a lot of New York content yeah, coming exactly, out. Exactly, yeah. Yes. Yes. Love you, Iconic. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Wait, hold on. Okay, this is her Wikipedia bio. Frances Ann Leibovitz is an American author, public speaker, and occasional actor. Oh, okay. Occasional actor? That is such a funny phrase. It's when you want it. I'm the right, occasional when she feels actor. like it. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> she doesn't have anything better to do. Describing, describing me in the last year and a half. <laughs> an occasional actor. Yes. Please put that in your yes. bio, like, wherever you are. <laughs> With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. <laughs> Great. So we have some, um, we call these quick cues. Okay. This is our back to school questions. Oh, yes. Okay. Okay. So bring yourself back to like. 
the elementary days. Yes, 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 yes. What item of clothing do you treat yourself to for your first day back? Hmm. Oh, gosh. I mean, I would get a whole, like, back-to-school outfit, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. Of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. some really fun jeans from Limited 2 in particular. Mm-hmm. We all remember mm-hmm. Limited 2. Yes. Um, the sneakers that were, like, platform sketchers. You remember those? Yep. Uh-huh. yep. <sighs> those were the days. Yeah. Like were a rainbow ones, belt. Was the, we, Could you decorate those? Do they have little Decorate things? Decorate those. Or is that now? Is I that think that's... Are you thinking of, like, Crocs now? Crocs <laughs> are the ones you, have, you can insert the things no, on it. Yeah. yeah. Little charms. Sketchers. Mm. Oh, I didn't have those. Perhaps uh, sound off on Instagram. Sound off in the comments. Uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Have yeah. the charms. I would do like a full outfit, just yeah. just one <laughs> that no one's ever seen before, yes. uh-huh. and then you mix and match it for the rest yes, of the year. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. Obviously, until your birthday or Christmas came along, and then you got like something new. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what's the most important supply? You have the pen with the four different inks, journals, or highlighters. Uh, I always loved a journal. Love a journal. Yeah, because it came in different colors. You could pick out your color. I would decorate it with um, stickers. When I was like home at my family's place in Michigan, I brought out the tubs to go through everything to get rid of them. And I have a whole journal full of um, Spice Girl stickers. Yes. Uh Yes. Mm, I kept it. I I couldn't throw it out. (laughs) Uh, What's the best crayon color name? Uh, Ooh. I know macaroni and cheese is a color. (gasps) Oh, yeah. That's a great one. But I also want to shout out, nowadays, kids kids have it so easy. There's a whole, it's like the um, crayons of the world or something, Uh where it's like all different skin skin tones. I just saw that on TikTok, actually. Like, you're like... Amazing. Amazing. Mm-hmm. I wish I had that because yeah. <laughs> my self-portraits from that age was like, mm, not right. It just wasn't right. Was <laughs> Very woof. creative. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, that's much better than the, like, the 16 box. Yes. You know, oh, yeah, yeah, or yeah. the 8. Yes. Bid. Yeah. The mm-hmm. 4, like, it was oh. just like... Oh. Not the 4. <laughs> not the, not the, um, the plastic the tiny... pack you get at the restaurant. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Macaroni grill. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Okay, uh, speaking of food, do you pack your lunch or do you buy the hot lunch? I got hot lunch. Yes. Mm-hmm, Wait, mm-hmm. so bring us back to like, what was your favorite day? Because it was always the same meal every like, but alternated weeks. Yes. Um, we used to have, uh, I think it was either Friday or uh, like Thursday or Friday once a month. Um, it was mashed potatoes and like turkey gravy. Yes. Uh-huh. And we would compete to see who could eat theirs the fastest. <laughs> we would race for some reason and like there were a lot of us that would do it. I don't know why, but that memory has stuck with me. Like how competitive we got about mashed potatoes and gravy. It was that delicious. So wild. Mashed potatoes was <laughs> Thursday so for us. So like I like really remember this day. But also like lunch was maybe like 20 minutes. It wasn't mm. a full hour for us, I don't think. Like and it yeah. was like a quick lunch. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. fully in the morning. Like, oh yeah, like yes. <laughs> Yeah, like 10.30. Yes. <laughs> it's like insane. Like, it's so crazy. Did you guys have Domino's Pizza? Yes, on Wednesdays. All? Okay. I went to, that was when I went to private school. Like, but when I went to high school, like Fancy. we didn't have... Dim- so you had pizza Dom- like, like Domino's at your school? Yes. Oh. But it was different than what you would get if you were, you know, just ordering it from the restaurant. They gave us like the school version of Domino's oh, that no. always tasted so different. 
I didn't like it. No. We had, I had to rediscover it in college. Oh, yeah. Yeah. In high school, we had like, there was like the normal lunch line and then there was like the express line oh. where there were things that were more expensive. So it wasn't like you're kind of like swipe and you get a lunch. It was like you could buy pieces of pizza or you could buy mm. like an Uncrustable or like a pre-made sandwich <laughs> or something. Oh my God. And so I would do pizza a lot there and it was like CeCe's pizza. It was from, Oh, nice. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. We weren't that fancy the in high school. Line. But it was like you could get anything with fries. It was like you want this with fries. <laughs> and mm. Potatoes with fries. Yes, potatoes with yeah. fries. Like, <laughs> fries was like the side item. Yes. Classic. Um, favorite class period. Oh, gosh. Uh, let's see. I guess in high school, choir was always third period. And I think we would have lunch right after that. Mm-hmm. So that little window of time was clutch. Like, yeah, it sure. was the best. Singing just, and lunch. Yeah. Yes, boom, a little boom. treat. You sing and then you treat yourself. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we had lunch in the middle of our third block. So like it was like you were either at the beginning mm. of your third, the second, third, or fourth section. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're stuck on lunch because, like, mine was, like, fifth period, and it was A, B, or C but lunch. <laughs> and I think C lunch was, like, the cool... No. Mm. C lunch was the cool lunch because mm-hmm. you got through your whole period mm-hmm. of A and B, and then you got to go to lunch. Um. And it wasn't like you had to go to class, go to lunch, and come back to class. Uh-huh. You got to, like, forget it when you were in Yeah, C. it was tough, like, having the middle section of that lunch because then you had to like either go to like an hour of your class and then go to lunch and then come back for like 20 minutes yeah it's just like not yeah worth it not the one and choir was my lunch like before my lunch period so the best. it was great did you have that optional um like last period of the day like we officially stopped at sixth but then some people could take an extra seventh period in the day Ooh. oh no for like all the extra goody two shoes no we okay. had seven it was always seven and you had to like ah uh-huh. I was an aide for, like, seventh period sometimes, so, like, mm-hmm. I had a free period, but... Yeah. Nice. Nice. We, we did block scheduling, so I had four periods oh. a day. Oh. And then, like, we would switch off. So, like, we had A and B day. So I only had four classes each day, and they were an hour and a half. Oh, that's long. Wow. That, it was that long. That is long. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, biology like for, like, extra, that long? It gave you, like, an extra day to do, like, yeah. work. That's good. Sure. Um, and I had two backpacks, which was just chaos. Stop. But you it's had two? Only, well, I grabbed my the, wrong backpack. It's really the only way <laughs> oh to God. do it because, like, otherwise it's, like, mm. you're, you're switching out books and stuff every day. So it's on rotation. Yeah. So we had two backpacks. Okay. That's brilliant then. Did you label yeah. it? Did you write, like, A? <laughs> no, they B. just look different. Okay. <laughs> Cute. I love that. <laughs> and you know how unorganized. Well, I've got, <laughs> I know. That's why I was like, I've Ellie, did you way. write A or B on I've come a long way. <laughs> Uh, but, you know, there were some times where, you know, maybe I was using a, a biology notebook for English just um, in a day if I forgot my backpack mm, or something. You to get by sometimes. But when I had my car, it was never a problem because I just kept them both in the car. Oh. You had a car. I didn't have a car. No. Yeah. I did when I was 16. <sighs> well, I, I lived an hour away from my school, so I, I mm. really had no choice. A commute. Yeah. It's fancy. <laughs> Last question. Do what you gotta do. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know, fancy, but sure. <laughs> um, what's advice that you would give your younger self going to their first day of school? Oh, um, stay weird. I don't know. Just be yourself. Like, don't try to be what you think people expect you to be. I, this is kind of advice I tell myself as a full-grown adult, <laughs> yeah, yes. too. But to start implementing that kind of thought process from the beginning, like, that's okay. And it keeps you authentic. And I think that's what's attractive about people is that they are uh, like unapologetically themselves. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Stay weird. (laughs) 
Yes, absolutely. Amen. <laughs> Brittany, thank you so much for joining us. We're so excited for you to get back in the rehearsal room, and we can't wait to check in with you a few more times throughout the process. Um, where can people find you on social media if they want to follow along? Oh, everything's under my name. Um, Brittany Coleman on Great. Instagram, on the Twitter, on all the things. You Twitter? For mm-hmm. real? Uh, I do have a Twitter. <laughs> I don't use it very much. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I also have a website. Oh, yeah. yeah. Can we get an intern? Uh, email us at Equity One Podcast if you want to run our Twitter. Because <laughs> Twitter is hard. It's hard. Okay. I don't know. Okay. Um, you can okay. find the show at Equity One Podcast on Instagram and TikTok and at Equity One underscore on Twitter. Uh, while you're implying about being our intern for um, Twitter, send us an email for other things at Equity One Podcast at gmail.com. Let us know what you're interested in, if you want to hear more. Any guests you're, you would want to hear from? Yeah. And while you're at that, switch over to your iTunes app and give us a five-star rate and review. It helps other listeners find us. Yep. Yes. It's a, it's a, sorry to interrupt. Please. It does. I know we say it every episode. It makes a huge difference. So huge if you haven't difference. yet, just go. Even if you don't listen, even if you don't like it, just do five stars. Five <laughs> stars and then write a negative review. That's fine. Yeah. I'm fine Great. with that. <laughs> uh, Elliot, where can we find you? Uh, I'm at Elliot Maddox on everything. Caleb? And I'm at Caleb Dickey on everything. And until next time. Cheers. 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 <gasps> Thanks, guys. Oh, beautiful. Perfect. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.